Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news. By people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime. We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find Anchor Persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No. But will you be informed? Also no. Anchor Persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons. Subscribe today. Doing funky ass shit like every single day. What? Uh. <laughs> Sorry, do we stop harmonizing? <laughs> uh, we could try. We could try again. Yeah, huh? I'll start. Ah! Welcome to Brose, the podcast for those who drink rose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in Rosé. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, that's <laughs> all I've got in this room. Everybody is who is here is here. Unfortunately, uh, Tim Hansen had a last-minute conflict and won't be able to join us for this session. So it's uh, just three dudes this time around. Three bros. Just look, three bros. Cutting it up. Look, we, we like to be honest with our listeners. There was a contract no, we dispute. we lie all the time on this show. <laughs> exactly. There was a contract dispute, and Tim just... It wasn't in the contract for this week for Tim to be here. So that's true. He had a, he had a, in his in the uh, the the notes it was actually an addendum that he put in just a couple of weeks ago when he moved out. I was like, actually, I can just not show up for like every third uh, session yeah. of Rose. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So and that's why actually uh, a couple of sessions ago when Tim's audio was mysteriously missing, uh, it was uh, we didn't edit him out or anything like that. There wasn't any issue. He just decided not to show up. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was awesome. Yeah, uh, but welcome everybody to the award-winning Brose podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. If you're listening to a podcast on a podcast platform and wondering whether Brose is on it, (laughs) it is, I promise. Uh, The premise of our show is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything, and we do it while enjoying a crisp, refreshing glass of wine. So if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But before we get to those questions, we got to discuss what we are drinking. And we're trying something new this week. It was a suggestion from Rich Sweeten uh, to uh, to do something a little bit different. So since we decided to uh, go step away from the rosé and I'll just bring wine, I figured why don't we each drink one person-specific bottle each episode? So we all get three different perspectives on yeah. each bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think is a solid idea. It's a great idea if you plan on bringing bad wine that you're trying to <laughs> offload, Rich. <laughs> I just can't wait for the first uh, Casnell Winemakers Blend episode. It's your. This is this could be your doing. <laughs> your fault. You brought it upon yourself. But we decided to start with Sean's wine. So, Sean, what are we drinking this time? We're drinking Avaleda, uh, Vino Verde, and the tasting notes are... At Avaleda, there's a fountain. 
It pours deep freshness, offering flavor of long summer afternoons scented with vibrant aromas. From here, sensations emanate, and discovering them is merely an Alveda Fonte bottle away. Apparently, it's crystalline. It has a crystalline appearance and lemon yellow. It's fresh. It has a fresh aroma with hints of green apple and lime. It has a crunchy f- finish. A crunchy finish. A crunchy finish. All right, Mr. Sommelier, re- reach back. What does a crunchy finish mean? I, I don't know, but I think I get it because it does have like it has the feel of a bubbly wine, but it doesn't have any bubbles in it, mm-hmm. so it's a little bit sharp at the end. Yeah, is that sweet like a Chardonnay? But it does have like yeah, like you said, like the carbonation of like a Chardonnay or like a dessert wine. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think so far? I I like it. I enjoy yeah. it. And, um, I wasn't expecting to because I'm usually a sweet wine guy, and you guys aren't super sweet wine people. But well, I, I really only like I it. only picked this because it was seven dollars. <laughs> uh, to be honest. Yeah. The uh the the only tasting note that you needed was applied by a sticker after the uh, bottle was shipped. <laughs> I think it was well worth the seven dollars at least. Uh, honestly, yeah. I think for a seven dollar bottle of wine, it's pretty solid. Yeah, it's a nice value. White is not normally my thing, but uh, but this is this is decent. Like like I said. Not super sweet. Uh, does have the carbonation at the end. If I'm going to drink a white, it's probably going to be something with this kind of profile. Mm-hmm. So, guys, uh, I have on my phone here, uh, in my hand, the uh, the first round of questions that we're answering for this, the Halloween episode Ooh, of Rosé. Ooh, spooky. Ooh, uh, you guys ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Our first question is, how old is too old to go trick-or-treating? Hmm. 18. 18. Why 18? I'm legally an adult. It's I, Unless you have kids of your own at that age, I don't think you should be trick-or-treating as an adult. Um, I, I'll go all the way up to 17. As long as you're not legally an adult, go ahead, go trick-or-treating. Like, mm-hmm. You're not embarrassing anybody but yourself if you are embarrassing yourself. That's your choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people might not like it. I... I would give them the smaller pieces of candy and give the ki- the younger kids the bigger pieces of candy. Mm-hmm. But... Go, go for it. Go for it until you're an adult. Live your life. I do feel like there's an element of, of lack of trust when you see somebody over the age of like 14 or 15. Uh, once the voice starts getting lower, uh, it, it, you know, when, once your voice starts dropping a little bit and you're so trick or treat, <laughs> like, like there's an element of distrust. Like I know personally, and this is probably unfair, but we had like one trick. We, we have like almost no trick or treaters in our mm-hmm. neighborhood, but we had one guy show up like real late, like eight thirty, nine o'clock, and he appeared to be like sixteen years old and his uh his his costume was like a he was a basketball player, but it was like duct taped basketball jersey or something like that. Like not it was just like a like a like a tank top that he had like altered to make him look like Kyrie Irving or something. And he was like, Trick or treat, you got candy? And uh, my first instinct was like where are your friends? <laughs> Where are they doing? I'm like looking. I'm like looking at my periphery, trying to find blind spots. Like you know. So so I would say, although it's probably fair and it's probably more of a societal thing that we need to like sort of reset expectations uh, up to the age of 18 because you are yeah. You know, look, you're in high school. You might still do that with your friends on the weekends. I'm gonna say 14. <laughs> I'm gonna say 14. Like I, I think I think because of that, like not to not to judge any high schoolers out here. You got to be able to do something better with your your evening at the age of fifteen or sixteen. You got to have something else to do, or like you know, maybe you've got a younger brother or a sibling or a cousin that you can help with their costume, like contribute to the to the young young folks who are trying to get candy on that on those days. What do you think, Sean? I think fourteen's a good cutoff. I think there's a uh, it's it, unless you're taking out younger siblings, 
it, it there is something like a little bit off-putting about those the, like the older kids coming up to you. I'd, not to be an old like stodgy yeah. old man about it but yeah. like no no i see this as somebody i want to say i think the last time i went out on halloween was like when i was 15 or 16 so i violated this rule mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. again with the with the benefit of perspective i can i can see how that'd be a little bit like annoying or off-putting or i don't know like it's as the person giving out the candy uh yeah i wouldn't want it i think like when i was at like 14 15 years old we i went out with a bunch of people who were like 17 but we didn't go to any houses we stuck on the main street on in collingswood and just went to all the businesses and just like trick-or-treat because the businesses would do something and so like we didn't He'd shake down small business. Yeah, we'd shake down small business owners instead of instead of uh, people, just people we don't know. Mm -hmm. But it was it was more. We didn't actually. We said we went out trick or treating. We maybe visited one place and we just walked around. Did the small businesses have candy to give you, or were you like going to Osaka and trying to get sushi or something? (laughs) This was actually before Osaka was even there. Uh Um, But yes, like there, I think where Osaka is was a like small little like grocery store or just general goods store. And they did. They had candy there and stuff. So right. like, but like we didn't, we didn't really trick or treat. But we said we were trick or treating. We just walked around town and hmm. just saw the costumes. I guess. Gotcha. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So anywhere between fourteen and eighteen, which is convenient for Sean because that's around the age that Jake is. Right? Yeah, <laughs> around the age. Wait, you're saying he's not thirty five? I thought he was thirty five. <laughs> seven, yeah, seven I think that's between decades. three and five, which is oh, Alice's age. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, next question is: What is the best Halloween decorated house in your town? Hmm. Best Halloween decorated house in your town? I am inclined to say our house, <laughs> Shea Casnell, uh, which is which is primarily my wife's contribution. This is this is my wife's sweet spot. This is basically the Casnell family sweet spot for for the year because you do the Halloween stuff. My wife gets up for Halloween every year, decorates the house, puts the pumpkins up outside. Uh, we got a goddamn hay bale and put it out in front of the house. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we got the whole setup. And for me, it's because there's professional football on every Sunday. So it's, it's perfect. Like every, everybody gets what they want from the months of September to December in the Casnell household. So because of the setup that we've got right now with the pumpkins and the hay bale uh, on the exterior of our home and then all the stuff that we have on the interior of our home, I'm going to say our house. Boom. Nice. Suck it, neighbors. <laughs> what are uh, you guys? I, in my town, in Belmar, I really don't know. I don't drive around Belmar that much. Uh, there's usually some good Christmas lights, but I don't really see many great uh, Halloween decorations. However, in my parents' town and where I grew up throughout high school uh, and most of the of beyond that, uh, my my fourth grade teacher actually lives in Collingswood, and I believe her address is on Spru- Spruce Street near. Um, near the Zane North High School. I think that's the, the, the road. I'm trying to actually look it up now. But she goes, and, and her, her family goes all out for Halloween. And it's like, they, they have a huge lot, and it's just like, this this entire lot is just decked out with Halloween decorations. And I see uh, like her and her kids post about it every year, and it's just, it's amazing. I would definitely suggest anybody who lives near her in Collingswood to go just drive down that road and check out that house i'm just trying to look it up now mm-hmm. john what's the best halloween decorated house in your neighborhood there is this uh this house a couple of blo- like a couple blocks down from me and they always right this year they have like a corn maze in their front yard which is wild how big is their yard it's not is that it, is big, it a big maze? It's, no it's very small but they have like <laughs> full-on like 
corn stalks, and I've never seen it bef- this before <laughs> in my life. But they they just like go all out every year. They put up like a spooky fence, and they have like fog machines, and they just really like love Halloween. You can tell. And when you go when you go there for trick or treating, they're always out and just super stoked to see people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we live where we live that we don't get a ton of trick-or-treaters either just because i think the uh people tend to go where there's like twins and things like that you go you go where you can like, oh yeah, bang yeah, yeah. Them out. yeah the the per capita house the candy mm-hmm. ratio is real strong yeah you you live near a main like highway road kind yeah, of we live so, right like, you don't want to have to walk all the way down and turn around and walk all the way back you want to circle the block and get all the all the goods at once and not have to stop Mm-hmm. Trunk or tree events seem to be a big deal around here too, because we we notice uh, on Halloween or around Halloween, there's a there's a church uh, sort of catty corner to our house, and they have a trunk or treat event where they just have the kids show up and they give people candy in the parking lot of the church, you know, in daylight for you know safety or convenience purposes. And so when it comes time for evening to come, uh, you know, not, not as many people are interested around here, uh, bumming around our house, which is interesting because we're in a townhome community. And to your point, Sean, about the, you know, knocking out houses quickly, it's no quicker than this community here where you're yeah, just like one, yeah. one, one, like five steps, you're at the next house. But, you know, no one interested. It's There's something about this this area that, because um, I've grown up here, I'm the only one of the of all of us on the show that's grown up in this area. Like, Bragger. When, <laughs> uh, no, it's not a brag when you're going to hear what I'm going to say. Uh, curfew was six o'clock. In Loser. the evening. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, like, town-wide curfew was 6 o'clock in the evening for trick-or-treating. Like, people... Kids were not allowed out on the street. Even that far back, huh? Yeah. I feel like the curfews... I mean, there have been curfews, but I feel like it, it, that's become more prominent in the last, like, 10 years or so. I never got the trick-or-treat in the dark. Mm. Never. In, in in pretty much my entire lifetime. Mm. Bizarre. Yeah. So, it's... I, it might be just, like, a product of the, the area that, like... Maybe proximity to Camden caused, like, oh, we got to make sure kids are safe mm. at, at six in the afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Next question is, when you were a kid, did your parents inspect your Halloween candy? And if they did, what did they inspect it for? His parents rooting through to find like the the razor blades and apples or whatever. No, my my parents inspected it for the candy they wanted to eat, and oh. then they 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 left the rest for us. Like Strong. They, they didn't straight up inspect it. They they didn't look to see if there was open packaging. Like they said they would when we went to bed, so we weren't allowed to eat the Halloween candy till the next day. Yeah, but it's just they were looking for the candy they wanted to eat. And the next morning, they're just like both sick on the couch, like it was all poison. We yeah. saved you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I think what is it? Is it uh. Was it Fallon or I think it was no, it's Kimmel. He has his audience record oh, yeah. telling their kids like I ate all your Halloween candy yeah. last night. You're gratefully encouraging, like, you know, making your kids upset <laughs> to put them on television and further humiliate them. Yeah. Exactly. It's one of my exactly. least favorite Kimmel bits is that yeah. that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh but not not to get off on a Jimmy Kimmel tangent here. But <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But that was your parents. Yeah, that was my parents. They, okay. I, and, like, they didn't eat all the candy. They were just like, let's go through, take what they wanted, and then we would be left with, like, the, the licorice ta- uh, 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 Twizzlers and stuff. Like oh, like the black licorice? Yeah, the black Ooh. licorice Twizzlers. God, this will just give you a Robitussin <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Which my mom loved, so she would purposely do that so that she would still have candy to eat throughout the... So, wait, so, <laughs> so if I'm following this correctly, they would eat all the candy they didn't like so that all you would have left was the candy that they liked which they would then eat. Yeah. Did you get any candy? <laughs> we got candy. We okay. got candy. I'm being a little exaggerant on this, but uh, Sean, did your parents uh, inspect your candy? Uh, no, I I don't think so. I don't, I don't remember them doing that. I think they were like beyond the scaremongering. There's going to be either poisoned or razor blades in your candy. Hmm. I think they were just like, you know, they. I think they would keep you keep an eye out i guess but i've there's hasn't there like never actually been i i it seems like a myth i don't know if there's like there's like usually there's like one every time you look at it, it's like there was one story in the last like 15 years of somebody actually like you know finding a razor blade in an apple or something and then parents take that and run with it i don't think that it, it's not there's not a proliferation it's not like one year like oh razor blades on the rise this yeah. year well, in halloween. who's giving out apples in halloween yeah losers dentists <laughs> yeah. yeah just leave, leave yeah de- by, yeah dentists by the way one of the people who have like the most to lose by like being the house that gives out razor blades like <laughs> wait, you trying to shut down your practice early champ like uh, uh, according to wiki the myths started around 1970 Mm. Um, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but there is an article from 2019. It's like the, the story behind Halloween candy tampering that mm. I could probably read, but it might take me too long to actually mm-hmm. read. And but yeah, this is a, we're, we're here to lead, not to read. Uh, ex- exactly. exactly. Four cases of tampering reported between 2008 and 2019, but none resulted in injury or death. Mm. So yeah, it's few and far between i guess and parents never uh i think my, my mom was was definitely careful with us but i don't recall any instances of her inspecting our candy we we kind of knew our neighbors in our neighborhood like uh they were all like fairly you know good they're good like it, even when they when they got on our nerves we were never like oh these guys are crazy and they're gonna yeah. try and kill everybody uh so no we, we there was no there's no inspection there was a uh, Reese's cup trading because I didn't like Reese's cups so uh, there's a lot of, <laughs> of wheeling and dealing from me like all right who wants Reese's cups here we go they sell his market here on the Reese's <laughs> cups uh, so that that was about it no actual inspections of the uh, the candy 200 confirmed cases since 1958 but none of them resulted in serious injury harm or death yeah it's a myth yep it's parents. Let your kids do whatever they want. <laughs> Turn them loose. Uh, have you ever visited a famously haunted location? Yeah. I've been to... Well, I... What's... Uh, the... The haunted... Um, prison. East, uh, Eastern State Penitentiary. Eastern State. In, in Philly, right? Yeah, in Philly. Yeah. I've been there. Mm-hmm. I went to Gettysburg and we went on a... Like a haunted tour mm-hmm. so yeah i have been to famously haunted places i've okay. never yeah. seen a, a ghost or anything but, no no but has anyone here ever seen a ghost i feel like i might have once okay uh in my parents own house um this is actually a conversation i was having with a couple of buddies the other day i was sitting at the uh in the in the dining room doing stuff on the computer and they had uh in their living room like a 
captain's chair. It was like an L-shaped couch. And there was one chair that was like right in the middle, had all the consoles next to it. And I could just see out the side of my eye. I was home alone. Just a dark shadow figure, human shaped, sitting down in the captain's chair. Hmm. And I look over and there's nothing there. And I'm like, all we right, Mrs. The only one that saw it. I was like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, Mrs. Riley. Enjoy watching TV, mm-hmm. which is a coincidence that her name was Mrs. Riley. She passed away in my parents' house before they bought it. Mm. Uh, mm. Uh, I believe it was Old Lady Riley. I believe so. Yeah. But um, besides that, I don't. Th- I have been to Eastern State Penitentiary for a school trip, and I've been to Penhurst Asylum for their haunted things that they do. And so one of them is you walk through their notoriously haunted wing mm. and just take ghost pictures what makes the that wing haunted it's just it's that's where like people report the most activity so they don't actually do any haunted thing there it's just a dark walkthrough and you're supposed to take pictures like get the flash going and mm. see if you can find anything on your ectoplasm on, your, on the walls yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. Or, or orbs floating around or whatever like that right. Chairs um, conspicuously moving, like just floating in the distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. You know, you, you, a place is not allowed to be haunted unless one inanimate object is just floating, like you know, three to five inches off the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 exactly. Rules are rules. Yeah. Uh, I have parked outside Eastern State Penitentiary on my way to dinner. Uh, I, have, <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to Eastern State Penitentiary. I don't know the uh, the the occult, like the creepy crawly haunted stuff, like. Has not appeared. I don't know. Like I don't get up for that stuff, and it's not like a oh my god, I'm terrified of that Eastern State Penitentiary, or I'm terrified of haunted house. I, I don't know. I just don't seek that stuff out. Uh, never really been my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, so I'm sure I've done something like that. Like you know, this is the haunted corn maze of Springfield. Ooh, and <laughs> I'm sure I've done something like that, and just it's you know off my memory. I've done like haunted hay rides and stuff like that, but. Uh, no, no haunted places unless you count my crawl space, which is terrifying. <laughs> uh, this is a very yeah. small location, and I'm the only one that goes down there. I've I've always wanted to like try to visit more notoriously haunted places. I just are there you know. any other around here in like South Jersey, Philly? I mean, obviously Eastern State Penitentiary in Philly, but anywhere else? Uh, not that I can think of. Like there is like I think it's. Um... I don't even know the, the the region it's in or the town it's in, but I know like part of the like the weird NJ stuff. There's a a set of woods that if you walk down at night, like you're supposed to hear ghosts and stuff running around. Which I I, I did that once and didn't hear anything, didn't see anything. Hmm. Um, I guess the it, Pine Barrens. The Pine Barrens count as haunted. Well, they have like the. Jersey Devil and stuff. Right? Yeah, they right. have they have the Jersey Devil, but it's kind of hard to be like, is it haunted or is it just people? Is it just? I hate saying this. Is it just clan members scaring people away? Because it well, is... that, well, that's the thing. Is like it, not clan members aside. I think that's the, the type of region, like very rural, very mm. off the beaten path, where this kind of stuff happens because you don't have a lot of eyeballs on it. Like, like you're not gonna be like, oh, the Comcast Tower's haunted. It's like there's nine thousand people in it yeah. every day. Like, <laughs> but you know, you know. J- you know, Jim's puppy shack off the side of the road. Bad example, but, uh, but <laughs> yeah, you know, like, you know, Johnny's farmers market or something off of like you know Highway 38, like way north or something like that. Uh, you know, way off the beaten path without a lot of streetlights, no eyeballs there. I think you can very easily at that mm. point conjure up a, a haunting story because nobody else is there to verify it. You can't just yeah. be like, no, this one guy's crazy and found 
you know, it said uh, he found a ghost in the subway at Phil- in you know in Philly. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, any other haunted areas? No, hauntings are fun to think about. Mm-hmm. Whether you believe in them or not, they're fun to think about. The next question is: What Halloween costumes do you think will be big this year? Squid uh, Games. Oh, Squid That's Games. That's a good one. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's going to be all over. Have you guys seen it? Because I haven't. Yeah. I, it's fine. You had a bit, but you had a thing about this, Rich. We talked last week that uh, it, it was it you that said that they were like copying off another show or it's, it's, movie? It's not quite they're copying off of something else, but it's blatantly I've, plagiarizing. <laughs> I've seen similar like ideas behind this in other Western media that a lot of. A lot of people have not seen in the United States because they're so set in their ways. I don't watch anything that's not in English kind of stuff. And so, like, I've I buy seen, that a little I, bit only because, like, I don't like reading subtitles for two. I, I did it for Parasite, which is awesome. But yeah. I, I have a hard time with movies that I'm just, I'm just going to have to read because it's hard for me to move from, like, the face to the, to the subtitles. Yeah, I, I went I went the same thing with uh, the anime Demon Slayer. Like, it got huge. And I'm like, it's good. It's not amazing. It's not fantastic. It's good. Yeah. But, like, there's a lot of people who didn't watch anime in the past who are now watching Demon Slayer. I'm like, this is what you've missed out because I don't watch cartoons there for kids. It's the same mentality with... The the way I'm looking at it, the way I see it, it's the same mentality with Squid Games. Like, if you go watch this show uh, or the movie um, Battle Royale, it is just as dark as Squid Games. Because it's about a group of high school kids who get put on an island and have to kill each other for the last one to survive. Mm-hmm. Like, it is... And that came out in the 90s. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. It's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I saw Squid... We just finished it last night, and it's it's good. It's it's good. The ending kind of bummed me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, in, in that... I, not that it, like, was sad, but in that it was like... I was like, I don't like where it ended up like the yeah. very the very ending yeah I, I can see where you're i think also i had a portion that was spoiled for me that if it wasn't spoiled it might have had a bigger impact hmm. which is and i'll i'll get into that with you later on you get to i'm, I'm there's a very strong chance i'm not going to watch this like it's, it's, <laughs> it's not the i it is a big cultural radar thing but so is breaking bad and mad men and i haven't seen those yeah, yeah i've never either. seen breaking bad <laughs> well yeah. th- this one was easier because it's only nine episodes yeah right. it's it's maybe yeah maybe eight and a half hours um but yeah it's squid games definitely going to be a decent amount of at least adult halloween costumes yeah yeah i saw somebody do sexy ted lasso nice god damn it (laughs) i haven't watched that yet i I don't i don't have uh apple tv me neither i was I, I, i meant to sign up for it when playstation 5 was getting like a free month or whatever but i didn't we had like a free year for like either my phone or my wife's phone so we watched um we watch like Mythic Quest, and it, I still have not gotten around to Ted Lasso because like Ted Lasso is quickly approaching like like a uh, Doctor Who territory for me, where all I see when I log on to Twitter is either like political takes or oh my god, Ted Lasso is the greatest show I've ever seen, and like I've waited long enough now where we're getting the backlash. I actually Ted Lasso is bad. I'm like, you know what? You guys figure this out. <laughs> it's and I'm gonna sit here and like just twiddle my thumbs for a while. It's I I, I listen to uh, Fake Doctors Real Friends. Um, and they talk about Ted Lasso every episode because Bill Lawrence, who made Scrubs, also made Ted Lasso. Yeah. And they're like, Ted Lasso's so good. It's so good. It's so good. And I'm like, I can't watch it. Please stop talking about it. <laughs> Dear sirs, 
My name is Richard Sweeten, and I don't appreciate you rubbing your Apple TV privilege in my face <laughs> for an hour every week. Is it every week? I don't know. Uh, it's, yeah, every week. Okay. Uh, try that. What other Halloween costumes? The problem is that there's always, like, the thing we're missing is that there's going to be, like, there's a big one that's, like, wildly inappropriate every year. Like, there's always somebody who's, like, dressing their kid as something wildly inappropriate. Like, dumb Barack Obama or something like that. <laughs> like, there's there's something we're missing there. It's going to be, like, you know, like, dopey Joe Biden yeah. or... Uh, something, know, something with Kamala called. Harris. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kam- yeah. There's somebody, like, who actually says, I'm Kamala Mala Mala Harris. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, uh, there's going to be something like that that's big, but it's got to be more recent. Uh, oh, you know... Yeah. You know what it is? Somebody's gonna be fucking Alec Baldwin with a rifle. Yeah, that just yeah, happened? it just happened. Yeah, yeah. I I already saw a meme of him with a teardrop tattoo under his eye. Oh yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh come on. Yeah. Like it was an, like, it was an accident. Yeah. It shouldn't have happened. It's very sad that that person passed away. Don't make jokes at Alec Baldwin's expense because he probably feels like shit about. Yeah, this. but the, here, like, here's the problem: is that he's expressed like mildly liberal opinions like twice in the past and did Donald Trump for years on SNL. So apparently that means he's free game. Like yeah, he's yeah, just allowed to, and look, Alec Baldwin for all these, like, it seems like not a great dude either. Like, yeah. <laughs> so like, it's just, you know, it's, this is a bummer to have happened to him. Mm-hmm. And obviously for the people that actually got like wounded and killed. Yeah. So, yeah, but absolutely. There's going to be uh, people who dress up as like Alec Baldwin, which to be fair is also, I'm sure something that happened when like Dick Cheney, you know, filled that guy with buckshot back yeah, in 2004. Yeah. Uh, somebody probably went out as Dick Cheney with like a hunting rifle and everything. So that's that's going to be something. That will mm. be the thing is Alec Baldwin. Yeah, the tasteless costume of the year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of kids' costumes. Alec Baldwin with a Alec rifle. Alec Baldwin with a <laughs> rifle. They're not going to understand the political the statement they're making, but yeah. they're going to do it because their parents made them. Because they're apparently, because get, they get to hold a toy gun, hopefully. Uh, next question. What is the trick of trick or treat? What is the trick is of the trick, trick or treat? It's like a prank, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I was always told that if you, you when you say trick or treat, they're supposed to give you a trick or a treat. Oh. But everyone decided to give out like candy as the treat instead of like performing a prank or a trick. Like mm. if I were a magician. Somebody came up and said trick or treat. I'd be doing a magic show for everyone, man. Mm-hmm. So you get out buying candy every year. Like, pick a card, then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. Show you a yeah. trick. <laughs> then, they'll, then they'll just be coming up to my door. Treat. Yeah. <laughs> trick or treat. Watch this quarter very carefully. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Watch. I'm going to put it behind my. Where are you going? <laughs> or uh, I, I think it was actually. It's supposed to be like trick or treat like we'll play a trick on you unless you give us a treat that's my understanding like that. is that like they would end up like pranking you because the whole thing is like trick or treat so my feet but if you don't i don't care i'll pull down your underwear so that my understanding is that okay well in that case if you don't give me a treat then i'm just going to expose you and get you arrested uh <laughs> for for you know exposing yourself in public like this so yeah. that's my understanding is that it's basically like a threat yeah like you're, you're, you're essentially sticking up uh, these these you know well to do folks trying to give you candy by saying like if you don't then I'm gonna like TP your house or something mm-hmm. yeah TP TPing houses is the classic for Halloween mm-hmm. I don't know if we'd get away with it now with the TP shortages that we've been having over the past yeah. two yeah. years yeah. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> this prank cost thirty dollars yeah. 
any other thoughts on the trick of trick or treat, Sean? No, I think you're right. I think it's I think it's a threat. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> you're. But it's weird because like you never think of it like that. But when you drill down to it, it's like yeah, you're, you're like look. If you don't give me candy, I'm gonna trick you. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. trick trick or treat. And he's like putting on brass knuckles. <laughs> you know. <laughs> If I ever get into a fight, yeah. I want somebody to come up to me and be like, I'm going to trick you. Yeah. I'm going to trick you yeah. so good. Yeah. Just getting into fights with people. Like, yo, I tricked that guy up real good. <laughs> You're getting carted away in an ambulance. Yeah. Uh, next question is, what Halloween costume could you make from... Uh, excuse me. Which Halloween costume could you make from stuff in this room? All right, so we're in the the official Brose Podcast Studios here, which is just uh, just our office here at Shea Casnell. Uh, we've got uh, the thing is we have a lot of craft supplies because my wife's got her cricket up here, and she has a lot of cricket supplies, a lot of like you know glitter paper, uh, construction paper. So we do have a decent amount to work with up here. Mm. What could you make out of uh, what's in this room? I mean, I could go real easy looking at that poster of Mark Marin and just like put on the headphones, trim my beard a bit. And and just maybe I mean I could probably get away as Mark Maron just dressed like this, maybe I don't know. You don't um, hate yourself enough, no, no. <laughs> to pull off Mark Maron. I, yeah, I, you know, like to crank up the self loathing yeah. if you're gonna do that. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Let's see, keep uh, we'll keep looking around here. Uh, this is good for for the folks here yeah. uh, listening to this podcast. I'm looking at other stuff that we have here. We got a guitar amp. That's the other thing is we all go as like rock stars because I yeah. got my my uh, I have one guitar in the closet uh, that's that's logged away here. But you bring the amp, bring out the guitar. Hey, we're folk singers now. <laughs> if you have a tambourine, Mumford and like, there yeah. we go. Yeah, or just like Duke. a box, because like you know, we gotta have one of us show, like sitting on the box and like doing the percussion box thing. Mm-hmm. There's probably a name for it, but I'm calling it the percussion box. Percussion box. Yeah, just slapping the box, like you know that. That's how you know you're in an acoustic setting. Uh, what else? What else could we do? Alcoholics. We got three bottles yeah. of wine here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Winos. Uh, so somebody who's taking a dark turn in their life. <laughs> I, I keep seeing all these like stuffed plushies and stuff, and I'm like, just put them all over your body and say you're like a pile of stuffed toys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pile of stuff toys. We could go yeah. with a a kid theme I, here. I'm I'm not very creative with like the whole like. Me Tim, Tim likes to talk about when he had a nickel taped to his back. He was Nickelback. Like mm-hmm. I can't think of things like that. I can't think of costumes to be creative, like a right. punny creative costume. Right, right. Uh, I'm sure. Like I, 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 maybe you guys could better but no not i'm not i'm not i I'm never not, did get by you already know i'm not good at puns that's mm-hmm. most of the reason why i don't like them because you have moral opposition to puns uh, well, it's, i look i don't I like them because i don't like them because i'm not good at them they disgust you like you see the posts that we get on tuesdays from you guys and then the posts uh monday wednesday thursday and friday from me where it's just like hey here's what we talked about and your guys are like pun yeah. and i'm like i also notice that you keep repasting the part that says maybe richie will enjoy puns and it's yeah. in every single post i look i just took <laughs> for like five months i just took a copy page like i could copy that weeks from now on if you want me to it's fine i'm not gonna make a business decision here on the podcast just pointing out that for somebody who doesn't like puns you keep offering opportunities for people to get you to like puns look if I if I'm just exposed to more puns, maybe I'll like them more. Gross, uh, Sean. <laughs> what uh what uh could you make uh, costume wise out of objects in this room? I really like w- the wino option. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're always 
We got so a lot of wine. When we have so much and wine. because of the fact that we've been hosting this wine-based podcast for over three years now, it's a lot of wine paraphernalia up here okay. as well. We got some mm. wine corks up here that we've got saved. Uh, we got the bottles. We got the bottle opener down here. Uh, got the uh, the stainless steel cups that we drink out. The tumblers. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of a lot of op- opportunities. Although the tumblers are a little bit too nice. I think you, you, all you need to be the wino is just an open bottle of wine. <laughs> yes. Maybe a paper bag, which we can scrounge up from somewhere in here. Yeah, I've got one. There we go. Yeah, Rich has a paper bag. We got three bottles of wine. That's all you need. Paper bag covering up the label. There we go. And that way you don't get arrested. Uh, All right. Next question. Uh, Oh, let's scroll down to the rest of the questions. That's not good. Here we go. Give us an update. Do you still believe or not believe in ghosts? And has your opinion changed in the last year? Hmm. I do. You still believe in ghosts? Yeah, it's and, and again, I had this conversation with other friends earlier because there was a uh, a thing on Thursday from Camden County um, where it was like a ghost hunting seminar or something like that, where they go and they teach about all the items you get. And some of the guys I was talking with, they're like, "This is all a bunch of crock," and these poor people, these people are getting scammed in this. I'm like, first of all, this is free. It's not a scam because it's free. And most ghost hunting. Second of all, it's free because you actually just sell it to your friends and family. (laughs) Second. (laughs) And it trickles down. (laughs) Most of the time, there's these ghost hunters coming to your house. They're doing it for free. They're not doing it as a paid service. Yeah. Uh, But also, like, number one, and this is going to get a little bleak, it's fun to think of as, like, like, there's something more than just us living on this earth. And maybe there's spirits and stuff like that that also inhabit this and there's not just the end like it's it's a fun like thought process of like both religion like it goes a little bit into religion but also into like when i die i'm not just dead i might be a ghost like Mm -hmm. i might be able to haunt people i might be able to be a spoops Uh, (laughs) but also and i this is more of where i uh put myself into it it's just fun it's fun to think about there being ghosts like yes there's explanations for everything or it's just a ghost. And what's more fun? Yeah, Jim Gaffigan had a bit a couple years ago that like chastised people for uh like chastised people who were like judgmental of people who eat at McDonald's. Because it's like, oh, people are like, oh, I don't eat at McDonald's. Like, that's trashy food. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, if you watch the Kardashians, that's McDonald's. If you do this, that's McDonald's. Like, everybody sort of has, like, their, quote, that McDonald's thing. And I'm not picking on McDonald's because of of your past employment there, Rich. I'm just pointing that out as a bit. No, go ahead and pick on McDonald's. All right, fuck McDonald's. (laughs) Uh, No, but, like, everybody's got their, like, one trashy thing that's like, you know what? Look, I I don't know if this is the right thing to do. I don't know if this is, like, the – yeah, this is just – something that I enjoy. It's something that's Mm -hmm. fun and like, yeah, I'm going to shamelessly enjoy it. And if that's the supernatural, if that's believing in ghosts or something like that, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't believe in ghosts. I've, I, I I don't know if I'm sure I believed in it at some point, like when I was, when I was younger, but like over the years, I'm just like, yeah, I don't think so. Like, yeah, there are times when I hear like a random voice and I'm like, Oh my God, like that's no, no one's in the house. I'm alone. Uh, but then I realized that's something somebody outside or something. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, yeah, I don't know. No, don't really believe in them. But uh, but um, you know, as long as you're not harming anyone else or, you know, uh, yeah, I I don't confront anybody for believing in it. It's just mm-hmm. not mine. What about you, Sean? Uh, I don't. I want. I want to. Like I think it's it's so much more interesting if if it is the case that you know you continue on after you die. 
but I don't think so. And that's, you know, and that's fine too. Mm-hmm. If, if it's just lights out, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had a good run. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's the thing. Like once you go in the ground, like uh, you know, just just sit and sit in the dirt and re, you know, re, re reintegrate yourself with nature. And, yeah, uh, that yeah. that's how you live on. Is is uh, you 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 donate yourself to the soil and uh, <laughs> yeah. So if, if we're getting into the dark yeah. territory here, I, yeah, I was convinced my house was haunted when I was younger. Why is that? Just like weird, weird random stuff would happen. Like uh, I just just weird random stuff would happen, and okay. like. I would see things and things like that, but mm. it was just like, but I just now like, as an adult, I'm like, oh, it's, like, it's just your brain just tricks you all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Nothing is real. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and honestly, when it comes to like ghost skeptics, like I love Sean's, the people like Sean's mentality, the X-Files mentality of I want to believe. Those are the best because it's like you're open to it. You're like, oh, oh, wait, no. There's an obvious explanation. Whereas I'm like, there's an obvious explanation, but I just want to say it's a ghost because it's a fucking right. ghost. Right. Yeah. So you have the opposite. So Sean sees something, he's like, oh, it could be. And then he's like, oh, it's not. But you're like, oh, it's not, but it could be. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> flip it in reverse. Yeah. And I'm over here just like bouncing a ball against the wall. like. <laughs> and, and we're in the other room like, what's that noise? Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, it's, it's me. It's me, guys. <laughs> it's just me. Yeah, it's killing time. Uh... Oh, boy, I keep losing my place. Here we go. Have you ever used a Ouija board? And if you have, what happened? <laughs> no, we were too afraid to do it in my parents' house. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> we thought it was haunted by old lady Riley. Uh, yeah. We thought she was going to turn on us, so we didn't. Did you have a Ouija board? We did. It was like a newer one, not one of those older wooden ones. It was like new plastic. It was... it... Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously those things are fake, but if it were real, or like if... Ouija boards are real. I think a plastic Ouija board is more fake than a wooden Ouija board, and so it just wouldn't have worked. Yeah, I feel like plastic doesn't give off the, like, I'm one with the other world mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, yeah. It, yeah, it's like, you know, <laughs> just, just, yeah. uh, this, this thing is never going to decompose. Uh, yeah, I, I think it doesn't give off the vibe that, like, a nice, like, exotic wooden one would. Mm-hmm. would. Mm-hmm, have yeah. you used a Ouija board before, Sean? Uh, yeah, I have. Uh, I, we, when I was, younger in college i was hanging out with some friends and we used a ouija board uh and you know nothing happened (laughs) it was pretty uneventful like oh it's moving yeah it was moving um but it was just uh you know it was it's it's it is another it's another one of those just it's fun to think ooh, we're communicating with the dead but it's just you know it's just your natural bone twitches or whatever right right it's yeah. like oh it's shifting over it's a b c it's just reciting the alphabet yeah, <gasps> yeah. oh my god their name is abaca <laughs> it's a qwerty keyboard uh no i've never used a ouija board i don't know if i've ever been in the presence of a ouija board uh i'm sure that i've seen them in like gift shops or something but uh never been in my house never been I, I don't believe i've been in anyone else's house that's just you know sitting around with a ouija board or something like that it's just like you put your hands on it and then like it just that's it like you just move around the little the reader and yeah that's that's Close the whole thing out and yeah. then it has a yes or a no uh, okay it's 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 like the idea is with everyone touching it that like you're all connected to the ghost and then the ghost is supposed to move but generally it's just somebody kind of pushing it and everyone else feeling that push and moving it themselves but they think it's the ghost cuz they're yeah. not actually mentally doing it yeah you said the ghost is compelling you to yeah. move in that direction yeah. so it's like oh this is just feels right to do mm-hmm. that 
Yeah. Uh, interesting. Any yeah. other Ouija board stories or any other uh, haunted or occult items that you have uh, that you've used? My tarot mom, card reading, anything like that? I, I've I've had a tarot card reading once. Okay. From a buddy of mine used to do it, and so he he did it when he came over once one time. Um, it was it wasn't anything special. He was still new to it, so he had to read all the book. About, mm. and it, it, tarot card yeah. readings are weird. Oh, um, the hangman upside down. Hold on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like me when I'm something. trying to learn like Mortal Kombat combos. Like, hold on, pause. <laughs> How do I do the fate down, up, left? Yeah, yeah. B A. Get over uh, here. There we go. My mom used to go to a psychic, and she used to. Uh, what was that famous psychic's name on TV? Um, no. Was Chloe Clovis? No, 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 no. Not, not uh, a medium, not psychic. A famous medium. Oh, um, um, the lady New Long Island medium. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she loved that show, but there was an actual like in real like he did a oh, show. The dude crossing um, over with Chris Edwards. Yeah, that's it. Um, he she would watch <laughs> that. Right. She would watch that show. He's a he's 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 a he's a medium. A medium, and he would mm-hmm. like. I'm getting a sense that someone over here has recently had someone passed away with the last name uh, with a letter Q in it. Oh, that's that's me. That's me. Uh, my, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, it's those things are just they're such jokes. But my mom, like, she loved those. She watched those. She watched Long Island Medium uh, and the Medium uh, scripted TV show, the 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 the, the serial one. Um, she wanted to go to this uh, town that's full of psychics in, uh, I, I, I think it's in like Vermont or something like that, which I was like, all right, if you're going to go to that, just go and just stand in the middle of the road and say, if there's a, re- and think really hard, if there's a real psychic here, punch me in the face. <laughs> Cause then you, there's no one's going to come punch you in the face. Cause there's no real psychics there. Ooh. Like I love to think of ghosts, but I know psychics are f- fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's so weird for me, but like she's also uh, staged the house before and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. she's really spiritual when it comes to stuff like that. That's her McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we got next? Uh, what horror movie are you too scared to see, or what horror movie do you think you could survive? So we got which one are you too scared to see, and which one do you think that you could survive the setting that uh, that is presented. I don't have a real robust knowledge of horror movies. Yeah, I don't think I don't think there's any that I'm too scared to see. I I generally I'm not a huge horror movie fan, but I will watch them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I, I I prefer to watch them with people, not, just because it's to me it's a community experience watching those. So like, I don't find too much enjoyment watching horror movies solo. Um. But I I can't think of any of them that are like too scary. Yeah. Uh, but also my my breadth of knowledge for horror movies are like the mainstream ones, like The Grudge and, and things like that. Hmm. Um. So I don't know. I think. Um, yeah, I've, I've only seen a couple. I'm not a big horror movie fan. I just don't like the, the physical dismemberment is more the thing for me, not the mo- oh my god, mm-hmm. there he is around the corner. But like, like I watched Saw when I was in high school, and uh, right around the time they were just like slowly cutting a guy's Achilles tendon, I was like, you know what, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I could I could be doing anything else. Like let's go let's go enrich my life some other way instead of watching <laughs> yeah. this. Uh, and uh, similarly, I think uh, 
around like seven or eight months ago, I randomly put on like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre from like the seventies, and uh, I think a dude like very early in that movie, I think a dude's finger gets bitten off or chopped off or something like that. Like when he's just sitting in the van, I'm like, nah, <laughs> I don't, I don't need to do this. I, yeah. I don't need to do this for seventy minutes. Uh, so I guess if I was going to survive one, uh, boy, I would, I don't know. Is it, what was the one, uh, the killer is somewhere in that? I don't remember. Never mind. When a stranger calls, mm-hmm. uh, I'll say that one. Cause I just leave the house. Yeah. I <laughs> never killer somewhere in the house. You know what? Then, then I'm, then I'm mm-hmm. not going to be here. If, bye, if one of bye. us is in a different place, then that's the end of the, yeah. the threat right there. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Uh, Enjoy the house. Or 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 in 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 Scream where it's like he's watching okay, lock the doors. Mm-hmm. Lock the doors. Yeah. And call the cops. Like mm-hmm. why why did why did like Or the ring? Just don't watch the video. Yeah, just yeah. don't yeah. watch it. Yeah, there's a lot of other options, man. Titanic yeah. is on VHS. Like you <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and on to to answer the question, the ring would probably be the world I can survive in because if somebody were to come and tell me Oh, there's this movie where people watch it seven days later they die. I'm like, all right, bye. Yeah, peace. <laughs> I, I, I don't I need that. that. I don't need that. Yeah, well, Matlock's on later. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm gonna go watch Endgame. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anybody want to watch that? You rewatch it. The only one that dies in that is Iron Man. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> well, Thanos dies too. Thanos yeah. and and Black Widow. Yeah. There's a lot. Of death so there's a lot actually. of death in that one. Actually. <laughs> is it Endgame horror movie? Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a horror movie. Now. Yeah. yeah it's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Look at all the people that die. And technically, there are like how like billions of people who are dead for like what 90 minutes two hours of that movie yeah 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 that's all, a lot half, of casualties half the civilization is dead for most of that movie so end game and infinity war horror movies now because half yeah. civilization dies yeah. in infinity war so. and lastly it's roadshow time everybody so, uh, again, for those of you who are just tuning into Brose for the first time, uh, welcome. Uh, and this is the Antique Roadshow Guessing Game. It is the game that is sweeping the nation. What we do is we take a look at an item that was appraised on the PBS show Antiques Roadshow. We try to guess what it is. Uh, we try to guess what its function is. And we try to guess how much it is worth. So, uh, we're going to take a look at our addendum here. Uh, Rich, what are we looking at here? Uh, it looks to be some form of, like, stone uh, statuettes of um human human like figures uh um they look to me potentially like native american figures um but i i can't really say what else they're just they're beige color they're 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 made of stone um yeah they're 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 probably like a foot and a half two feet tall probably so there's discernible eyes on one of them, on the one mm-hmm. on the left. The one on the right, maybe, but you can't really tell in this photo. He's mm-hmm. he, that one's cocked upward a little bit, uh, and then the other one looks like he's you know taking a seat. Uh, he's got the foot there. Um, yeah, boy. Uh, as with all of these, this is either Aztec Incan or Mayan. Uh, <laughs> so there's only one of these three. If, if they are even Native American, that is like they, they could. Well, be. Aztecs aren't Native American. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, well I'm I'm saying these these figures. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. Yeah, I, I'm not. I, I for I just for some reason my head immediately went Native American. They might not be. Yeah, uh, Sean, what do you think these items are? Um, hmm. I feel like all these are always fertility things. <laughs> so I'm gonna say they're fertility, fertility. idols. 
I mean, that was like number one of the number one things is either it's like fertility and uh, like vitality. Yeah. Like, yeah, either, yeah. Look, I want to be able to be alive so I can continue to have sex. Mm-hmm. It's one of those two. Okay. So since you're going fertility, I'll go with vitality. <laughs> it's, uh, like the, it's one of these two concerns. Rich? I'm going to go with uh, burial markers. I'm going to go with the spooky theme. Not a bad idea. It could potentially be. Mm-hmm. Like, it could be as yeah, a thematically consistent with the rest of the episode. Yeah. Uh, so like burial much? markers or something like that. How much do you think it's worth? Uh, five grand. Um, I'm gonna say twelve thousand dollars. All right. I'll go seven. It's a little bit higher. You guys pulled me up a little bit. I was gonna go five, but I'm a little spooked. Spooked. Ooh. Uh. All right. So who wants to do? The Brose players this time around. I'll be the host. All right. I'll be the appraiser. All right. And uh, action. The McClung Museum in Knoxville, Tennessee, has a remarkable collection of prehistoric Native American stonework artifacts, including this iconic figure known as Sandy from Middle Tennessee. Sandy may look familiar because he was featured on a U.S. postage stamp in 2004. Appraiser John Buxton was excited to discuss Sandy and to show us more of these amazing artifacts up close. We have two figures here. This is a male figure, Sandy, which is a nickname because it's sandstone. And this is a female figure. They were both found together on the Sellers Farm, Wilson County, which is in central Tennessee. And they were found in 1939. Now, this figure dates from about 1250 to 1350 A.D., the Mississippian culture was a mound builder culture that existed east of the Mississippi River and encompassed portions of the South, the Southeast, and the Midwest. There's less than 100 of these figures known. <laughs> Sandy is certainly one of the finest. There are some other artifacts here at the museum that you've chosen to highlight from the Tennessee Cumberland region, and they're referring they're referred to as chipped stone items. Tell me about these. Yes, this superb collection behind us includes 46 stone-flaked or chipped maces, daggers, knives, and swords. And they were considered to be emblems of authority and leadership among the ruling elite. These were found on the Banks Link Farm in 1894, which is right on the banks of the Duck River, quack, in western Tennessee. The material that they're made of is called shirt. Shirt is a re- is really a lower-grade flint. Now, there are both federal and state laws that govern the possession and sale of archaeological material. Often, as appraisers, we're asked to appraise uh, from museums for insurance, and there are legitimate sales that we can turn to to help us make the value determination. Now, I know of a Mississippian pot that sold for almost $200,000. I also know of a ceramic from the same culture that sold for just under $200,000. So again, a retail sale. I know a head pot that sold for almost a hundred. None of these objects are as remotely as important as either Sandy or the <laughs> Duck River Cache. I've talked to a number of people. I've talked, looked at a lot of data, and I believe that the Duck River Cache, for insurance purposes, should be valued between six hundred thousand and eight hundred thousand dollars. Oh my! The insurance value on the female hook figure will be three hundred to five hundred thousand dollars. And our friend Sandy here? Sandy is in a special category. For insurance, I would value Sandy between 800000 and $1.2 million. John, it's so wonderful to stand here and learn so much about this ancient culture and see representations of their work right here, virtually on the land, 
where they were dwelling so many years ago. Thank you. Thank you, Mark and Seed. So I didn't realize you were being, first of all, didn't realize you were being Mark L. Wahlberg uh, during the course of that uh, that performance. But second of all, uh, we're a little off. Uh, <laughs> That's it. That's it. So uh, if I understand correctly, there are three items here, one between 608, one between 300 and 500, and uh, one between 800 and $1.2 million. I think I think the six and 608 is like a collection of items. Uh, the Duck River Cache. Like different, like, yeah, the Cache. So there's a bunch of different ones. I think Sandy might be the, the, the leaning one, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, we were wrong, is uh, what I'm going to go with on this one, is that we were a little <laughs> bit short. Um, did, you, did you say 12? I said I said five grand. Oh, five. Okay. I think so Sean, Sean said, 12. said 12. Okay. So, uh, Sean, you win. Congratulations. No, I was uh, <laughs> so wrong, though. I don't, it's not a, I don't feel good about the win. <laughs> you know what? Tim wins this time. Tim, t- yeah, Tim wins for not even putting a bet in. He's probably just as close as anyone <laughs> yeah. else. Yeah. Oh, Dios mio! Uh, all right, so that is the last item on the agenda for this episode. Does anyone have a closing thought or a take? No, nothing that I can really think of right now. The only take I'll offer is that uh, the new Adele song is like just okay, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we can chill. Like we get chill. Adele's only written like two types of songs in her lifetime, uh, and one of them is the say. Uh, one of them is "Semi Love to Your New Lover," and then the other one is all the other songs that she's ever written. Uh, <laughs> and this is the whatever the new one is uh, is just it's it's another Adele song. She's a phenomenal singer. She's been writing the same song for a long time. Man. It's all <laughs> the same shit. Sorry, sorry. She's playing you all. It's a con. Uh, if you want to see more of my Adele takes on Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter at mkaznel. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. Uh, what about you, Rich? At B underscore Walnuts. How about you, Sean? At Hey, it's S-O-B. Tim Hansen is on Twitter at Tim R. Hansen. Uh, the podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at Brose podcast. And it's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show on every major podcasting platform. And if you have a question you would like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Tess Riley for editing our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. You can listen to Steven's work at the Free Music Archive. It is time for plugs, everybody. Rich, what's going on with your uh, everything? <laughs> Twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts for uh, streaming, uh, video game streaming, Monday through Thursday, generally 7 to 10 o'clock, varying times depending on what I'm doing that day. Also, you can check out uh, www.one-quest.com or facebook.com slash onequestonline uh, for uh, PodQuest as well as the upcoming, should be coming out in about a week or two, first episode of Tabletop. Of bonus action, the tabletop podcast with me and Sean, a bunch of friends playing D anD. I have a question about bonus action, uh, the show. Um, is it good? Uh, is it good, Sean? It's great. All right, that's that's all I need to hear. <laughs> I'm the host. I can't say whether it's good or not, no, but well. somebody else can. <laughs> hey, man, I, I tell people all the time this show is a solid uh, A plus. I just time. I just tell them we're award winning, which is not wrong. No, it's so. not. We've we are award winning. It is true that we constantly tell people that it's award winning. <laughs> uh, Sean, what's going on with your frisbees? I Whoosh. throw them. Uh, uh, Ob disc golf everywhere except Instagram. Where is Ob underscore disc golf? October 
the 28th, ladies and gentlemen, is the day that the first episode of the Taste Fakers podcast is coming out. Boy, we got a couple of good ones in the hopper for you. But uh, let me tell you, if you've ever wondered what the connection is between Def Leppard and Andrew WK, between System of a Down and Run the Jewels, between George Jones and Craig Finn, what? Uh, you're going to want to listen to the Taste Fakers podcast, everybody. It's me and my brother Alex Casnell connecting two albums from pop music history, finding a way to connect uh, the band, the artist, the music, discussing the music, discussing the history. If you're if you're if you like to geek out about albums the way that we do, this is going to be the show for you. It's going to come out on Thursdays. Uh, first episode drops on October 28th, and it's going to be available on most major podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, I'm also going to tell you guys about the Anchor Persons podcast. These guys, Greg and Gene, my guys, what a couple of cards, let me tell you. Uh, these guys they got, these guys looked at the news landscape uh, that exists out there. They looked at the Anderson Coopers, the Sean Hannity's, the, the Rachel Maddow's in the world, and went, feh, and double feh, uh, and decided to make their own news show for people who hate news shows. So if you're interested in what's going on with Estonian sports, food crime, butt science, the emotional weather. These guys have you covered. It's a great, funny show. If you enjoy our show, you're going to love Anchor Persons, uh, which is available on all major podcasting platforms. Speaking of Anchor Persons, I love their spot they chose for us on their show. Yeah. Right after Real Fake News. It just fits so perfectly. It's a it's a seamless transition. It is. It's beautiful. It is. Uh, all right, guys. Say goodbye to the gentle listeners. Bye. Bye. Uh, for Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action News team. Moo. My name's Matt Casnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. That nice. means this show's over. It's uh, <laughs> nice. the closing bell. It's, it's like Wall Street. <laughs> we, we need it again. We, yeah. We're not done. Huh. That's it. Everybody good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Feel yeah, comfortable yeah. now? It has to be the last thing. Come okay. on now. Hold on one second.